When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to a very special historic episode of Footballistically Arsenal. The man who just made that blippy noise on his computer is with me, Psychic Josh Landy. I'm here. I was silencing the computer lest uh, there would be unnecessary noise. AKA the bear. And we're also joined by, in many ways, the original bear of the Footballistically Arsenal podcast because he he was here, I think, I was looking at seven years ago, so I was looking back at podcasts, Sweet. seeing how Jesus. long we've been doing this effing thing. <laughs> and uh, you were around back in those d- glorious days, weren't you, Gareth the Bear oh, Parker? I, I was indeed. Halcyon days. Halcyon days, indeed. And we are here specially on Friday night of the day that Arsene Wenger has finally announced he is leaving our gracious football club. Josh, Gracious, graciously, gracious leaving, I'm graciously just leaving talking nonsense. wonderful football club. Um, we're going to be discussing this in some detail. Let me remind you, we are still, as ever, sponsored by Labrooks, and you can go to bet.arsenalpodcast.net for all the details of their deals and everything. Where to begin? I mean, I've written up. Where lot. were you? Let's do okay. that. Where were you, boys? Do you know what? I was about to enter the toilet of my company, Bauer Media, in Camden Town, when I was literally about to open the door to um, enter the toilet, you know, kind of... You're painting pictures with early mo- This, this mid-morning, and then I got an alert, I got an alert on my, a news alert on my phone, my mobile phone, saying... So it was an alert from an app... Yeah, I've got like a news app. No, 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 about, no insider beat, you t- the, beat, the, beat the app. No, it, it was about 30 seconds before you, Josh, um, texted me to say, um, my, to, to comment on the fact, because I'm going away on Sunday to San Francisco, and so you're doing the normal podcast on Monday without me, and you made the point that it was incredible that I wasn't going to be here for this huge podcast, which is kind of why we're doing this special one now. Yes. Um, so that, you, that was 30 seconds after I got the news alert from the BBC saying, telling Isn't me... Isn't that great? One of my first thoughts yeah. upon hearing was, yeah. well, I won't be here for the podcast. Yeah, that was your first thought, which is lovely. Um, uh, but I said immediately, I immediately went on Twitter and said... Um, we all remember where we were when we found out the news, like JFK assassination. Yeah. Um, so where were you? I was having physio 
Um, I was, I was, um, yeah, face down on a physio table, um, and I could hear my phone, which was in the the drawer that she gives me to to dump all my all my belongings into. I could hear it just buzzing incessantly, and she kept going, "Do you want to get that?" I was like, "No, I'll just be work. I'll, it's fine. I'll leave it. I'll leave it." And then as I got back, I, I had seventy eight different, unique users, I think we call it, text messages or yeah. WhatsApp messages or various alerts, just all telling me, which I thought, um, well, how dare you think that I wouldn't be ahead of the curve? But I clearly wasn't. I was getting physio. I had no bloody idea. Good excuse, like, though. Yeah. Face down in a face, physio Face down being man- manhandled. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I will remember. And, and I actually walked back um, feeling much better than I had when I walked to physio physically, but mentally... A little bit, almost spaced out. I didn't know what to feel. It felt like a very odd thing. Like it's news that I've been wanting, and we'll, probably, we'll obviously get to this for for a while. I've been thinking this is the right thing to do, but as soon as it became reality, I just felt quite sad. Yeah. Well, it is. It's a it's a mixture of of sadness and and frankly, excitement. That's my feeling. Relief. Is there any relief? A lot of relief. I, I think relief. A lot of relief. But I'm excited because I think you know only only the staunch. Wenger, as I call them, fundamentalists like Josh, <laughs> um, would have would not have that feeling of great excitement that after years and years of, frankly, you know, going nowhere, um, we've got we're just going to have, have some new. Don't Sorry. don't. We're going to have someone, whoever it is. We'll get we'll get onto who we think it might be and who the rumours are about. But we'll at least have at least change. And I think on some, you know, yeah, I admit that you know on some levels. Any kind of change for me personally, I think for a lot of us, I think for the majority of us, the fans, any kind of you change. You just want something different. You want something yeah. different. And I think the players want something different. And I think clearly Gazidis and the hierarchy of the club, even they want something different, crucially. And we'll, again, we'll get on to what exactly has happened. But Josh, what's your instant emotional response? So you say, so apart from some kind of relief that we don't have to keep banging on about this for years to come, even on the podcast we can look out, but as, as one of his most loyal. Um, die-hard, <laughs> staunch defenders, week in, week out on this podcast. Yep. You've gone, you've gone like fully. You're probably furious with him because you think you should carry on for another ten years, probably. How do no, you feel? Uh, the, the main overriding emotion is pride. I think it's pride looking back at, at what a great man we've had in charge of our club for for 22 years, the like of which we'll never see again. And, and I feel, you know, it was interesting. I've just been doing some um, some work today. And was talking to a, an Arsenal fan who, who must be 17, 18, and they, they, they can't appreciate what Wenger was, and I understand, because they were too young. Right. And there is this generation of fans that are, you know must have been junior gunners that are now Cannon Club members and, and our young fan base who don't remember us winning titles in, in the way that we do, and we can so affectionately look back. I, I just feel... I'm, I'm glad that the negativity will end. I, I'm convinced for the next five weeks, or the five games, whatever it is we've got, there will just be pure... Unbridled, one full seat. So I think people want to turn up now. Yeah. And it was interesting because one of my mates immediately texted me going, "Can you get me some tickets for the Burnley game?" And I logged in, oh, and there were thousands. And within an hour, they were gone. Yeah. Burnley sold out today. Yeah. So it's all the members. <laughs> so it, it shows you that there is still that huge love for him. That people are, are grateful for what he's done. And even though those that were on the side of thinking that he had earned the right to stay even if we're in the Europa League or people that were saying he should have gone so long ago will come together and give him the send-off that he deserves and that I'm glad it wasn't just that it, we went to a night away either at Huddersfield or away yeah. for a Europa, Europa League final Leon, and that he just walked out the door and then there was a statement the following week and people didn't get time to you know, to, to give the respect that he, yeah. that he gives. So I agree. 
Overall, I'm, I'm proud and I'm a little bit relieved that the negativity, and we're going to have to find some other things to talk about on this podcast for the next I five think, years. I think we'll manage it. I think there'll be quite a lot to talk about. But yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, actually, I think, I was thinking about it, um, I think this is probably the best, short of doing this two years ago after the one FA Cup triumph, or even a year ago after another FA Cup triumph. I consider this to be the best option that they've given us. It feels dignified. His statement was great. I think, um, you know, Ivan Gazidis, as we speak, we're recording this right now at 5.45, and Ivan Gazidis is in the middle of a press conference where he's telling the press about what's going on. And I just think this is the best option, that it gives us time to reflect on his absolute brilliance and these glory years. And it almost, and it won't, I think, you know, when the, the history books are written about his... 22 or 21 and a half years they will have to acknowledge the sadness of the later years but we can all reflect over the next few weeks as you say when we say goodbye to him on his on his revolutionary time as, a, as not only Arsenal but in English football and everything all the things that people said I thought Henry Winters I want to mention if yes. you want to Henry Winters thread this morning which he must have done in about 10 minutes there was a very good question about how he knew it was going to be 10 he must have written them all he out must have done, because I he guess. started yeah. being like yeah. one out of ten. Yeah. Whereas usually people just go oh, Henry part one, Henry prepared, part two, he prepared, part yeah. three. So a brilliant series of personal kind of stories showing yeah. not only what he did for Arsenal football, but he's a man, and I think that's key. Like, yeah. He's a human being. He's been a brilliant human being, and that was brilliant. And I and I said I thought that that was like that did bring a tear to my eye. I have to mm. say. Um, and he said, yeah, you, you know, all those things he said about him are true. So I think this is a great decision. Yeah, I think. I mean. You say that the, the latter years would be sort of tinged with sadness. They were still punctuated by by moments, and football is all about moments. So that the FA Cup triumphs and Derby Day wins, it's not that it's sure. been absolute drudgery for years and years and years. It's just been frustratingly below par. And I think that we get we have got the opportunity to respectfully thank him and say goodbye. I I'm actually getting emotional talking about it now because I'm projecting. I'm not going on Sunday. I'm gutted. I'm. Well, I'm, I'm gutted doubly that A, I'm running the London Marathon in. What an excuse is that? Re, 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 running the London Marathon. Well, what, what time yeah, the marathon Come on. So it starts at 10, it finishes at. Well, I'm on for three hours 15, so there is there is a part of me that could make the second, second half. half. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, um, yeah. Gareth, we'll come save on, you a yeah. ticket. That's come on. It. Um, I once hosted the My brother is choosing to go to the game, by the way, rather than support me. So that's. Well, fair uh, enough. Yeah. Priorities. Right. I once hosted the BAFTA's winners' press conference, and Gordon Ramsay did the marathon, and then arrived at the BAFTAs about half an hour later so if he can do it he can if, do it if, if Gordon can do it second like, yeah so I'm not going and I'm, I, I think there will be an outpouring of emotion then I think the Burnley game is going to be particularly emotional and um Someone, some fool texted me earlier on today to be talking about, um, oh, well, also there'll be something riding on that game. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It genuinely doesn't matter. I think what's good about the situation we're in now, weirdly, is the league position doesn't really matter to me. I don't think it really... To you, but I think it'll matter to the next manager, won't it? No, because I think the way it's going to work out, there'll be a a pointless Europa League place anyway. Whether we finish oh, sixth or seventh, so I think that. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is actually, I think, but yeah, focus on the Europa League. Isn't it the case just just to, isn't Sorry. it the case that if we finish seventh, then we have to like have a qualifying game in like July or something? I mean, yeah. that would be a fucking pain yeah. Well, all the double barrel midfielders that we have can probably get us through that. <laughs> okay. I think the um, more important thing is to go out for Arsenal to go out in the right way, and yes. I think that 
the sort of the the lap of dishonor or whatever it's been the last few years will actually mean something there'll be an opportunity and i think that when you've seen the sort of and it has felt i mean someone said earlier on that it felt a bit like bereavement or or someone who'd been pronounced terminally ill i thought well that's quite an odd way of putting about it but but actually it is going to be a loss no matter whether it's a yes i'm excited about the change i've joked a couple of times about brendan rogers purely because if i joke about it it can't happen but um you say goodbye to someone to actually be able to punctuate properly and go, okay, that's it. It hasn't fizzled out. It hasn't done that. It it has allowed us the opportunity to do it the right way. And yeah, I for one know that I'm going to cry at the Burnley game. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think people have, and I wanted to say actually because someone I tweeted when I tweeted, I wrote a thing for Huffington Post which I tweeted about, and I you know, and I said how much we can celebrate his extraordinary achievements and all of that. And someone had a go at me on Twitter. I'm trying to find who it was. Stuart Robson? No, not Stuart Robson. Oh, that bloke. Yeah, no, I mean, some I, other I, I know a lot of idiot. people in the ex fraternity and I like to be very positive for work reasons. But yeah. he, he, I don't know what Arson has ever done to him. Did you see, what, did you see how most, Bob Wilson, the most mild-mannered of people, cried, reacted? He no, how he reacted to Stuart Robson? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't it's brilliant. I'd say I can't. I'm, I, I'm, I'm like you guys. I'm not. I'm were, not. Were, like they on, were they on air together? I don't think they were on air together. But he basically, it was the biggest burn I have ever heard, and oh, it really? came from what? Bob's mouth. Who's so respectful? Oh no, I remember it now. Um, yeah, you're, yeah, uh, yeah, about how he's bitter and he just because it, it was it was brilliant and obviously well I think from what I was Stuart used to do Arsenal TV yeah um, yes. and then probably if you are slightly uh, negative and then more negative and very negative on the club's own channel that ultimately at some point must provide a, a problem for the club and then I guess if he you know was asked not to carry on with that work maybe well, that's, I mean, uh, he, he, I was, was going to say Crafter and you talk, he used the word dictator and things like that. It's, it is there isn't blind positivity from the former pros. I, I said to Boyd no. earlier on that actually there has been a, an increasing amount of, I suppose, Arsenal's lieutenants who have been not 100% positive about it. I think maybe it is time to go. And I think that, that, that sea change for me was important. I think that there was a clear understanding within the, sort of even the, sort of the ex-Arsenal footballing fraternity that there needed to be a change. Um, mm. But at the same time, when you see the, the quotes from all different eras of, of Wenger's Arsenal players today, um, especially, well, no, including Sol Campbell's one word, wow. Um, <laughs> everyone else wrote, wrote these long essays about how important it was, how he changed their career. Sol so, so nearly put wow. But um, yeah, there was, it's brilliant. So it's, yeah, for going back to the team he inherited, to the Invincibles team, to the ultimately unsuccessful attempts to reinvent the side, but the likes of Fabregas, Van Persie, yeah. all saying that he made them the player they are today, and and which you, which you, I mean, you, I think I think we have to be honest. I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not having a go in this but I think you would get that you'd, if you'd have been in the most major five years. You know, his 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 biggest success as the players that did well under him would you would give him a big tribute anyway. But I do think all I'm trying to say is that I think apart from the kind of PR style statements yeah. that some people would make. I think there's going to be a really heartfelt tributes to him from great people like this. Yeah. Some people mentioned because, but I think it's more than just. They're not just saying because he was their manager and they did. I think it's him as a as a decent as a person. Bloke, yeah, as a he person. talks. He talks about almost father figures right. and nurturing and things like that. And yeah. there was a brilliant quote before this all broke. I was reading something that Tony Adams wrote last week. Um, I think it was last week about how he. It was the right way round. Lee Dixon said the same thing. So having George Graham before, yes, 
um, Arsene Wenger meant that it was the per- especially for the defence this was great because they had this amazing drilled and when you hear again a Again, there's some of the interviews I've heard with that back four talking about the four hours just walking through positional play. But then Arsene came in and freed them a little bit, freed their mentality, and also extended their careers. Yeah, I think I think Lee Dixon was talking about that on yeah. a, a quickly Kevin, yeah, which quick, is a, yeah. a really enjoyable Josh Willickham's podcast, which I recommend highly. He was speaking about exactly that, yeah. how they, they've got drilled. I, I, I mean, it's a, it's a strange day because almost for, for many of us, we don't know anything else. Now, I accept that both of you do remember. And my first game was '93, but any sorts of regularity yeah, that's ridiculous. was all under <laughs> was all under Arsene Wenger. And all my favourite moments are when I was in my late teens, early twenties, and going home and away really regularly and yeah. the Champions League games. All the great memories I have of Arsenal are under. Wenger, I, I, I was present at the FA Cup final replay in 1993, but I don't, I don't remember it. There's nothing I can really remember of great Arsenal moments apart from them being Wenger right. responsible for which it. I think, which is interesting because um, in your case, that's made you so staunchly Wenger, which is great. And, I, and you know, that's, that's fine, especially now. It feels particularly fine now because he's leaving, we can celebrate that. But in other cases, it's meant the opposite. And I was saying this, I was on the esteemed TalkSport radio this morning, and I said my initial reaction was, and they were saying, you know, a lot of fans have been absolutely hor- horrible to him, and, you know, yeah. calling him the C word. Those, that ex- I call the extreme wing of the Wenger out brigade, you know, the Piers Morgan, who, I whom, you know, maybe Piers Morgan is their hero, I don't know. But those people, and I don't consider myself, I think a lot of people, conf- I, what I was trying to say, a few minutes ago was a lot of people think I'm one of those people that I've been you know that I hate him that I've wanted him I've wanted him to go mm. for reasons I've explained week in week out for the last two years maybe but I've, I love him and I've always said that I absolutely love and worship and respect him and because I did I was there I experienced the glory that he brought Arsenal and I am old, and what the point is I'm old enough to remember even the George Graham period which you know as explained in Nick Hornby's book, for example, mm. you know, the years of misery until we yeah. won that title at Liverpool were incredible and miserable and tedious. And that moment was yeah. brilliant. And he t- changed our, uh, my life and a lot of our lives. But most of the late period of Graham was unbelievably tedious and yeah. boring. Then we had other huge long periods of tedium and boredom under various managers. And then Artemia came in and he absolutely, totally revolutionised yeah. the situation and gave and gave me some of the greatest moments of my life, well, he, as I'm sure he yeah, did Gareth. Absolutely. He revo- I mean, he revolutionised the club, he revolutionised English football. And when we spoke, when you spoke earlier about the 18-year-old who was never known anything different, that's also an era of fan that's grown up in a very different footballing landscape where immediate gratification success is all that matters it's not about club identity it's not about um positive moments it's about baubles it's about winning and it's about going on Arsenal fan tv it's about yeah. tweeting yeah it's, it's about, about being seen to do that yeah, and i think that what i know, i remember and the further away you go from graham's arsenal and the fantastic 89 Amy Lawrence film all these all these things that are great to celebrate that moment people just remember that people don't remember the dirge that there was mm. at, 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 at seemingly successful times and the further away we get from Wenger's Arsenal there will be so many memories I mean yes it's a long period of time 22 years but he's crammed a lot into it Weird. I mean frustratingly he, he front-ended it a little bit too much maybe so that people were expecting it to continue but then the landscape of football changed the oil money came in we tried different ways to compete. We had some limited success within that era. But it became a club to enjoy, to go and watch joyous football, free-flowing football, great players. Even in our poorer teams under Wenger, there was always players who yeah. could play, yeah. which was not the case beforehand. Yeah. And it's just, annoyingly, the rest of the footballing world caught up a little bit, overtook us because of either by fair means or foul, 
and then we are left in a situation where we're trying to compete in an uneven um, on an uneven playing field. And he did his best for a while, but I think there is an element of outmoded sort of running of the club. And I, I think actually, when you talk about what the future holds, the um, appointment of the two more senior members of the club recently clearly marked a sea change. Where clearly suggested a. Um, Look to the future beyond Wenger. Catalyst for change. Yeah. Um, well, it, yeah. It, it, no, absolutely. It, it suggested that it was it, a succession plan. Yeah. And I think that well, that now hopefully is part of it, that there has been this long-standing well, succession plan. breaking news is that Gazidis said in the press conference, and I quote, yep. the process of finding a successor begins today. But I want to keep that process in-house. We haven't had any discussions to date. Now, I hope he's lying, because I hope that surely even Arsenal can see that maybe if you're going to make the decision to finally let Arsenal go, you should have some pretty good idea that we can get a world-class yeah. manager. In a, world, in a world-class... And you've had yeah, some sounding out window. of some people. Well, it's, it's just... I mean, and we'll get on to talking about yeah. who, who should be a successful, although I, I still feel we need to show a little bit more love for them. <laughs> no, we will, we will, but... But I'm I've just... got a question. It's, it's amazing, isn't it, how it, it really took us all by surprise this morning. It seemed to take the members of the press, because... Premier League yeah. Productions must have my number in like a Wenger fundamentalist like handbook because I got, I got a call and, and they call occasionally and it's always like can you come to Highbury to be on and, and, and to be honest nine times out of ten it's usually not convenient to take an hour and a half by the time you've done it to get out of work but I went today um, to, to pay tribute and, and I spoke to a lot of the journalists who were down there for all, no one had a clue it was coming and that's Interesting that they managed to keep it, you know, so yeah. so hidden. Um, that I wonder when Wenger really did tell the players. I mean, it, it can't have been more than it might have even been first thing this morning. I think it was. It was, it was, it was they they quoted yeah. quote as saying it yeah, was this yeah, morning. Which, was I mean, morning, yeah. you know, and, and and I think that pays tribute to, to him because Wenger is now allowing the football to be the the focus for the next month. There, there is no kind of will he stay if we don't get in the Champions yeah, League or the Europa. And I think that's a touch of of class from him. Yeah, no, that's what um, I'm saying. That's why I think it's a brilliant. Decision. Do you not? Yeah. Do you not think that sort of maybe Newcastle? For me, I watched that game you and can't I can't tip him over the edge. Surely no, no, I'm not saying tip him over the edge. So I, I think it, I'm not saying no. I think that actually it maybe made his mind about when he was going to tell people because I think that for too, for too many games now there's been a lack of intensity in our performance because there is uncertainty around what's going, what's happening, Fine what the is. priority. Yeah, but actually now there is a, a, a hopefully a vim and vigor from this focus on. Well, let's say goodbye properly. The players that have been there for a few years under him, and actually we shipped out most of the longest-serving players uh, in the last 24 months. Which but was a change of heart from him. You know, he, for so long he was accused of keeping hold of too many of these players that, that weren't quite being at the level we wanted. So it seems like there is a change. And you're right, he's done it ahead of the West Ham game, not ahead of the, the big one, so to yeah. speak. We'll talk more about um, the great man and what we think is going to happen in the future after this break. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. So, I mean, we will, you know, we can, you can add many more personal tributes before the end of this podcast. But I mean, you, you met him, didn't you? Boy? Yes. What, where's that photo from that you had with him? That was from a, um, a cha- the annual charity night. Mm. So they have a, night, a gala every year where um, they basically get all the players have to come with a three-line whip and they all sit on tables with rich fans I'm not one of those rich fans I'm, I go as a guest so I've been a guest so um, Dermot's hosted it and Matt Lucas has hosted it they get usually get a famous um, 
person to host it and so I've been gone you've, 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 you've leaked I've leaked I've been invited <laughs> to be at the table of those, of those hosts uh-huh. a few times but I think Who? the one I posted the picture of me and is, Ben is, was is Holly hosting it this year I think she could be yeah I oh, think okay. Holly will yeah Dan so maybe he'll be there again I hope so I hope so <laughs> but I, I very much remember that time I met him was on election day of whatever that year was so not the last section the one before <laughs> when what oh, year was that yeah. yeah oh you were there there yeah, you go yeah, yeah. and my, so I had I a feel m- left out yeah this I've, I've told this story gazillions of times but it, what I asked him was was have you voted you know and, and he was like um, uh, no but I will and I was like oh you're not going to tell me are you and he went I don't think so like that but he was really like you know I think he, he seemed like genuinely kind of quite pleased the fact that I'd asked him this random point about voting rather than even th- and even then I remember feeling slightly guilty because I'd already started to think oh it's time to go you, know, you did get you. a few comments on your social didn't you yeah so that was what I was going to say oh. earlier I got some people slagging me off on social media I couldn't find it because he's deleted it someone talked to me the first thing this morning saying oh you know you've hated him for years you always yeah. wanted him to go I was like no I haven't right. um, but yeah I've had a lot of, but I've had most people have been fair and realised that it's only fairly recently in the scheme of things that I wanted him to go. But I've always considered, as to a point of meeting him and um, loving him and all that, he's just stood out as being. He's the, he was the manager who, for years and years and years, every no matter what moments of the press asked him, you know, they'd ask him about politics and mm. life and. Uh, society and racism and cultural issues. He, he, he will talk about anything. Yeah, the, the, press, sadness, the press one of the biggest me. sadnesses for me of recent years was we forgetting. You know, the football became quite dull, and you know, some terrible players were bought, and you know, the, it became incredibly repetitive year after year. But it was also that I felt in in his. Post match interviews, and he felt I thought he was tired, and he would say, this, You know, the words mental strength must have been said more than any other person in history. Mm. And he just tried out the same tired stuff. So, almost for even that, even his freshness of what he would say became yeah. a bit dull and a bit. And that, so I'm even that for that reason, I'm pleased because we can go back to him being the guru of the most intelligent, erudite, smart, yeah. erudite of all the managers. Well, I was going to say. I'm actually, I think Boyd and I are at a, similar, a very similar page when it comes to sort of when we decided. Actually, do you know what? I think it probably, despite his his incredible character and what he's done for the club, it probably is time to go. I've been um, privileged, and I, I mean, I've been privileged to work with him and spend time with him quite a lot over over his, particularly the last ten years. Funnily enough, sort of the time that I've sort of spent time with him hasn't been the most successful time in, in his tenureship, but. And I echo what Boy says. He's very authentic, very genuine. I think when he's trotting out cliches that don't seem very genuine, that's when it sort of seemed to yeah, right with me. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't. Yeah. He was always. He was the sort of person that would look you in the eye and have a conversation with you. He was never looking for the most. He was never looking for the, a more important person to talk to, which is a real football uh, trope. There's a lot of people who will actually. You're just a, a small person. I don't need. He, he was always spend time. And the story that I was going to tell, which I think speaks volumes, is. Arson knows that my disabled brother um, is a huge Arsenal fan. Um, and I'd had a conversation with him at an event when I was working with Bob, I think it was, at the training ground. And he was asking after my brother. And I said, oh, it's his 30th birthday coming up. I said, oh, I'm doing this video for him um, where I'm getting sort of friends that can't be at the party, but also a few sort of famous faces that either know him through sort of the comedy work I was doing at the time or... Um, I think I'd, I think I'd Lee definitely had Paul Merson and a few others like very very fun messages of sorry we can't be there Richard went last minute I must do one and he was rushing off goes but I'll definitely do one I'll definitely do one like get in contact anyway three or four weeks later I was at um, I think it was a, a Diamond Club Q and A and I was helping put it together and he was there and he was like 
I'll do it tonight. I'll do it tonight. And the, the press team, the comms team at Arsenal, who are sort of, were whisking him out at the end of it because no questions, blah, blah, blah. And Arsene actually fought through the press team to get to me to say, can we do it now? Wow. And he, yeah. filmed, he filmed a very, very, very quick 20-second message to my brother, which I put at the back end of the, the video. And um, my brother's blind, as you both know. So he, he was, we played this video, and it was audio, he was listening, he was listening, and he could recognise the voices, and he was picking up. And at the very end, Arsene's message came on, and I've genuinely, I'm getting goosebumps thinking, I've genuinely rarely seen my brother, A, so surprised, but then at the end of it, so unbelievably touched by what, was said because it was said authentically. It wasn't like a. Some of the people were like, "Oh yeah, your brother met him once. Yeah, have a great birthday, Rich." It wasn't. It was. It was spoken to him and very much, yeah, from the heart. And I think that yeah, he, he was that That's sort brilliant. of person. Are you sure you didn't get Luke Kempner to do it? <laughs> See, now this was this is pre yeah, Luke. Pre okay, Luke. Pre Luke. Now you Although Luke, Luke, Luke did do arson to arson recently. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah we've got to get arson was very complimentary. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't good for business for Luke. Yeah. So. No. <laughs> Although maybe I don't know though. I, I mean, think he'll take another job, Arson. I think we've not seen you? the last uh, like another management job. Yeah, I think an international manager. Inter- I can see him being because what, international. What, what yeah. I can't see him being a club manager. What you've seen this season in all these press conferences isn't someone losing desire or heart to, to be a football manager from what I can see there's still something well, yeah, there's nothing but, else but, it, but he clearly he's accepted that the end of the road has yeah. come with Arsenal but I think there's, a, there's another challenge there and uh, if that's kind of waiting till after the World Cup and to see, well, yeah, I can see which international jobs sure, I can are going to be available yeah. and put himself forward and I hope he does and I hope he does get that opportunity because people have been so critical of him in some ways going well he hasn't wanted to challenge himself he hasn't wanted to put himself out there and, and take something because he knows how comfortable he is at Arsenal if he goes to take him an international job it, it will be a challenge mm. and it, yeah. it will be a chance we'll for him see. to test we'll himself see. in a different environment I'm, and I'd love to see it we'll yeah. see I'm intrigued as well I want to know is he going to write the book you know is he going to write his um, a, a, an account of there's lots of fascinating questions aren't there about because the main one being I'm fascinated to know because he's maintained down the years in the period the kind of mid period where they're building the Emirates and you know he was start, suddenly started buying young obscure players and hoping against hope tiny, <laughs> tiny, players, tiny, tiny players tiny players suddenly went yeah from these like strong powerful incredible <laughs> characters leaders experienced brilliant players to this kind of group of feeble slightly feeble weaklings with no mental strength whatsoever but he or he is always stuck to the idea that he he was he was stymied by the by not having enough money to spend and he was limited because of the emirates situation all of that but a lot of people including myself I have to say have found that difficult to take believe over this because we I, I think a lot of us think actually if he'd wanted to spend more he could have done and so I, I'm and that's just one issue that I think he needs to look at and I love him to write a properly honest book about all the things he's faced as Arsenal manager and all that you know what it was like with all the different times so I wonder if he will well, I what think he, he really he thinks will, of Cronky and all these things I think he will he will he will if he if he was to write something it would be honest I think that's that as we as you a talk, yeah, man, I, you I talk, doubt yeah. you would just get sure. cliched. But he's um, also very dig- he's also very dignified. much into and, and loyalty, isn't he? He's very much like so. I wonder whether he might feel it would be disloyal to in any way, you know, contradict anything that any of the kind of any of the frankly bullshit that the people <laughs> at the top of the club, you know, have said. Well, over he the loves years. the club as well, so he yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't want to bring the club into disrespect. Sure. I think. Exactly, exactly. Um, so next manager, next manager, yeah. So a lot, while I was walking, one of my on the Arsenal 
um, group chat I'm on, um, one of one of my um, multimedia, so multimedia, multimedia contact said that he's heard Luis Enrique was going to be announced very soon. Not only that he was the favourite, but the, 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 the deal has been done. And about it's a reliable minutes, source. Well, it's quite reliable. But ten minutes later, on the Sun, the Sun had printed put the story up saying that he was the favourite. The Sun even speculated they were going to announce it this evening, which is clearly not going to happen. But. It, it, I mean, I you know that seems so that seems to be a possibility. I'd be happy with that. I'd be happier with. I personally want Allegri as my dream choice, as I've said mm. a few times recently. Well, the, but Enrique did a brilliant job, didn't he, when he went to Barcelona? I mean, he didn't he kind of didn't last that long? But he certainly gave them a good kick up the backside, yeah, which uh, is exactly what our team needs. Enrique at the moment is six in the bettings. I've got got it in front Touché of me across the collected bookies. Brendan Rodgers is the, uh, the he's favorite. now favourite. Well, it's on different bookmakers. have got different prices. Shit. He's, he's yeah, he's coming because he, he's coming from twelve. If that's the case, he's he's just, I morning. mean, he, it's, it's very how up to date is that? Is well, that this web is live? Live? Is this on that? Live at six ten p.m. I've taken my glasses off. I'm rubbing my so, yeah. so it can't, can't be Brendan Rodgers. Hang on, hang on. At eight eight sports is short as five to four. But he, he does go up to six to one. Um, and Labrook's obviously our podcast sponsor. He's nine to two. Then it's Thomas Tuchel, a general five, six to one. Joachim Loeb, seven, eight to one. Patrick Vieira. Isn't Thomas um, Tuchel? And Vieira. Tuchel's going to take over at PSG, isn't he? Isn't that happening? Isn't that, isn't I, haven't that? Heard, I haven't heard that's a done deal at all. I think. I think those those odds are ill-informed. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I also, I hope they are. Um, <laughs> I think, for, for, for me, the, I mean, the Vieira thing's interesting because there was a lot of talk at various points as kind of, we thought, is he coming to the end? Who of the former playing fraternity who, who get the DNA of the club element? Oh, who could do it? I think Vieira could do it. I don't know. I don't necessarily think we need someone who's, who's had years and years of experience. I think someone needs to understand the club more than anything. Um, I think... The interesting quote from Gazidis about the three things that were necessary, one of them is going to rule out the proper arsehole. Oh, yeah, so you're referring to that. So um, at this press conference, Gazidis cited three values for a potential new coach, and he said progressive, exciting football, which some of us would say you know, would be a new, <laughs> a, new, a new term for us in recent years, a good representative of the yeah. club. I yeah. not like some of those. Not like um, you know. I don't know. Mourinho. Well, the Mourinho. So I, I, you I think put, Simeone? I maybe Simeone in the right. category. I, I mean, like, Simeone would be someone who actually, for success, and we go back to what? What do we want? I think that it needs someone that wants a project. I think that's what's been yeah, missing. Well, well, the other one was integration of young players. Yeah, which I think. Be, I've, I've been slammed, and actually, I don't tend to go slammed. on. Slammed. Tend to go on the Twitters anymore. Um, uh, but it's I've, I've been slammed on previous social media. Um, platforms for saying things like at the moment Spurs are more exciting to watch not just because they are playing better football but because they clearly have a project and it's people are buying into that they're not just coming to sign for the club they're coming to sign for something much bigger and it includes the manager it includes the progressive nature I think we need to sort of ground zero that now go we need that we need someone to come in and it, they need to have the traction with not necessarily the, meg, the mega stars. I don't necessarily want someone coming because they want to play for Arsenal because so and so played and they can earn big bucks. I want someone coming because they, they want to get better and, go, and be, be a, I guess, a legend of that club. Yeah. I think that. But don't you think. Yeah, so I, I think. I think Enrique would have that. Right. So I think someone like him. I think you need someone of stature. Yeah. 
as someone who is going to command respect and and and, and, and it's, you know more discipline, I think than they've they've been you faced recent years. I'm looking at CBS Soccer, and they're saying Ancelotti is the favourite. This was posted ten minutes ago. They're saying Tuchel is the second favourite, but he is he is linked with PSG well, and then Allegri. So this Brendan Rodgers thing. I mean, let me just I just want to make clear right now. If you were Brendan fucking Rodgers and you were bored shitless at Celtic and you'd get your agent... You got bored of looking at that life-size photo of yourself. You'd get your agent to call call up all the journalists and and go, yeah, of course he wants the job. If they're honestly, if Brendan Rodgers is made Arsenal manager, there will be a a rebellion. Would you rather have Wenger... Hang on. Would you rather have had Wenger stay for next year or Brendan Rodgers? Almost, yes. I just think... And I'll tell you why, though. It's because he's... he's I watched that documentary. (laughs) The David Brent... Being Liverpool. Being Liverpool. On Channel 5, the David Brent of football. colon Liverpool. Yeah. (laughs) Emphasis on colon. Um, I think he's... you know, as in he's, he's, a, he's yeah. an asshole. Um, <laughs> sorry, in case you didn't get it. You looked at me questioningly, Josh. As if you'd like, why did I say that? Anyway, he's obviously, that was a David Brent moment, he's obviously a total twat. And I don't get what he's achieved at Celtic. I just, you look at him, I listen no, to it's him. It's a terrible shame you've just renewed those club levels. Oh, it's a God. great expense. You might be watching oh, Brendan Rodgers. I, 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 I think it's interesting that there's, I have a, a general sort of, sort of players I play with youth level chat and that people in the sport, lots of different clubs and that. And as soon as the news broke, there was lots of chat on this on this particular whatsapp group and the joke was when we're talking about rogers and the the, the guys that know that would wind us arsenal fans who are in the group up we're going like just sending things even someone sent a screen grab but they put the mouse uh cursor over the one in the 12 to 1 for rogers so it like was <laughs> two to one just to really wind me up but there was talk of like listen our coaches at youth level who were shite on the whole Comparatively to these big managers, would do a better job. Could win the league in in, in Scotland with Celtic, and I think that it's it, it's not something. Yes, he did a decent job with Liverpool, but then you actually hear more stories from that era of Liverpool. You you hear about yes, he, he had some good players who played out of their skins, yeah. and you look at what Klopp's done there now, and it's just a. Oh, I mean, my, you know, my best friend's a Liverpool fan, and you know, he, he thinks it's hilarious the idea of Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, I think it, it is. There's a lot of hilarity, but it's yeah. not funny if no. it's true. No, I and um, the other one, Patrick Vieira. You mentioned Patrick Vieira. I mean, I'd be, I'd be, you know, I think there is a kind of all right, untested, you know, manager and all of that, and you know, who knows how. I mean, it's not, doesn't exactly Vieira doesn't exactly come across as a particularly, I don't know, um, kind of. Powerful individual. It's, it's who he's around, it's who he's but yeah, right. With. I'd still, I'd st- I would be reasonably happy with that. Um, the only one I'm really violently opposed to right now, who's being linked strongly, is the Brendan Rodgers one. Yeah, the Most of the others, I feel right. fine. You know, any of those given a go. And, and, except the other one is, I mean, um, what's his name? Everton. You know, um, ex Cumin. Uh, no, ex Everton. You know, at Man City. Pep's number two. Forgotten his name. Michael Arteta. Arteta. Thank you. Just burn my legs. Yeah. I get as I'm going senile. But that the, I find ludicross. The I difference between Arteta and and even Henri is that you know Henri doing the assistant job with with Belgium and yeah. also Martinez. Arteta and alongside Guardiola. Paddy, to be fair to him, is, is gaffer. You know, over in New York, he, he is the manager, and, and therefore, if there is yeah. one who looks like. Yeah, I'd much rather the only viable candidate. Yeah. And also, player. he's been heavily involved with a club at this level yeah. in terms of City. Yeah. He understands how football in the Premier League works. It's, yeah. it's, no, he's going to command respect. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. So, yeah, he might. Fi- I'm fine with Arteta. I'm not fine with Arteta. I'm almost Patrick like on the Vieira level of Rodgers. Red and white army. Is that what we're singing? Uh, yeah. yeah, and also Patrick Vieira was an incredibly brilliant, dynamic. Game-changing midfielder. Arteta Maybe was a sideways passer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
uh, Arteta was a sideways passer who, for me, slightly personifies the tedious period of Arsenal, I along think, with yeah. Giroud. And I'm think, being slightly unfair, oh, but people there's look. No need to bring Oli in. I know, but people look. Bring Giroud. Why people you do look that? at what I'm saying is Why people look at Arteta that? in very roasting. Yeah, I think interesting. The Vieira thing also does epitomise Wenger's era of Arsenal because he did take him from relative obscurity. But he did, and I can remember his debut. And we talk. I mean, we haven't even gone into those particular memories. Probably there are too many to start listing, but things when I look back on what. Arsenal makes Arsenal were to me they're not just necessarily winning trophies or derby wins or things like that they are at the moment like Vieira's debut just watching someone and going shit, mm. shit just got real yeah. this is, stuff is changing this is a player yeah, that like, I've never seen at this club um Seeing Cherry in full flight, um, I mean, we're talking earlier about Robert Perez. Again, he had been relatively successful, but he came and he was. He, we, 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 Wenger turned him into one of the greatest midfielders in the world. And I, for one, will, until, like, well, like Boyd, I'm also sort of forgetting more and more these days. Yeah. Um, and, but football memories are one of the, probably the last things that are going to go for me. Yeah. And I think that, because it, and there are so many from the last 22 years, and I think that. That's one of the reasons why I want to thank him because ultimately that's why I'm a football fan. I, I, there's I want a great, that. isn't there? There's a great documentary to be made. I mean, '89 was brilliant, and you know, um, there's been some good <laughs> end of season videos in that time. But there's a great, I want a two-hour Arsene Wenger documentary. Oh, I thought you were going to say film. Built a film, yeah. I want a two-hour film. Who's going to play Arsene? Built, no, no, well, we can do <laughs> yeah. the big, oh the drama. The that'll, drama. Be, that'll be an amazing. That'll be like a tragic Shakespearean tragedy. <laughs> that will be from the heights, you know, to the lows and the kind of you know, the, letting the ego getting away with it, getting carried away with himself, all of that. Yeah, I mean, in many ways, he's a Shakespearean tragic figure with a final, hopefully, final redemption of this exit. But I want to see a big two-hour documentary film celebrating, glorying in the, in the greatest moments, built around maybe an extensive interview with him. That's what I want to see. I really hope that... I yeah. mean, talking about the, in, the, the impact it's going to have on the team now, because he will have... He will have lost... A, and I, mean, I hate the term lost the dressing room. It's kind of a real throwaway term. But mm. there is definitely players in that squad who are not as blindly loyal to him as he's had in the past. But even those players, when they look at the situation now, must be increasingly motivated to go out, to make him go out on a high, to be remembered for that final team. And that's why I bought my tickets to Madrid. That's why I've backed on the table. That's why I think that this is very, very, very much a key two weeks. Because, my God, if we win the Europa League, and it really is the last hurrah... I'll cry twice in the next few weeks. Not is there any part of you... So you're not coming to Madrid, boy? A little bit, I, yeah. I was so glad yeah, because course, we, I yeah. would toyed with it because it is turning out to an expensive day. Although credit to the club, and we go off yes. topic here, they've subsidised the yes. tickets, they were yes. going to be £79, and we thought, oh my God, and now they're going to be thirty-six fifty, which is what the Atletico fans are going to pay when they come to the, the Emirates for Thursday's game next week. Um, yeah, I'm no, I am going to be there for sad. his last, you know, last European game. Yeah, with us. I, thank God. If I would be really pissed off if, actually, if it ended up being if that ended up being his last last game, then I'd be pissed. But we have got the Burnley, we've got the glory Burnley, of the Burnley. Yeah, yeah. That Burnley, big Burnley game, home, sixth big, place, that sixth place, place yeah, derby. Um, it seems very fitting and interesting. So, so I'm thrilled that we, we will have that t- time to say goodbye. But I guess we should. Well, we guess, I think we should, I was going to start wrapping up by saying what I, you know we can talk about. I mean the memories and what we, what our greatest moments but maybe what will you miss most about him is my is what I'm thinking now once he's gone you know is it that fucking zipping up that blanket jacket <laughs> is it saying mental strength after every single press uh, match interview and every single match interview I think is it beginning every sentence with uh, 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 I do <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to miss a sense of stability 
Oh, and I know, I know you I'm think I'm going to no, 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 no. miss the status quo. <laughs> that that is, are you declaring it? Are you taking? Are you descending into self-parody? Or is your genuine answer? <laughs> I'm going to miss seeing him on the touchline, and I'm instability in my life in, oh, in a, in a, in a okay. really weird way. Are you going to be of all going, right? Of going to hang on, this is oh, right. of going to Arsenal and staring at that touchline and and having the absolute belief that you know there is a man whose whose life is consumed with making this football club do as well as they possibly can and, and for good and for bad of, of people saying that he hasn't been successful of doing it of not seeing other clubs and seeing a Jose Mourinho who knows he's there for two years and doesn't give a shit how he spends a club's money and ends up winning winning something or not losing something but doesn't care because he's moving on in two years to think there is a bloke on our touchline I'm doing the banging of a yeah. table which Oli our producer is going to tell me <laughs> yeah. uh, he's doing that thing of being on the touchline and, and caring about the future yeah, of the club yeah. and that there are players in our team like Iwobi who weren't even born when Wenger was you know took over in 1996 so the, the stability of believing that the club is in, in safe hands and I know that it, we've, we're going to come probably six this season and that mm. but you know take a 22 year period and, and put that season or the last two seasons in isolation it isn't all that terrible so of course, there's a little bit of me also, you know, relieved and a bit excited for what, what could become. And, and, and I desperately want to go back to those European Champions League nights and going away from home and believing that we can be a team that can get to the final like Arsenal took us to in 2006. But I'm, that was a I'm rousing gonna, speech. That was a little bit like the glory days of Ben Winston Churchill. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to miss turning up to the Emirates, sitting in my you know, mm. seat in Block 12 and, and staring across and, and seeing a man who I believe is... Absolutely got this the DNA of, of Arsenal Football Club running through his heart, and, and that's why I'm going to miss him. And you're going to miss him trying to jump that zip, aren't you? I think it's interesting what you say there because I do think that I've looked across and I don't have the faith in him, and I felt guilty for that. I've got in the Peter Parcel, he'll, he'll sort this out, and then the last years I haven't. Yes, I mean, a change after 22 years is. It's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be odd. It's going to be quite surreal, I think, at points when you see, oh, mm. yeah, he's our manager now. Yeah. Um, but I do it's think. It's going to be like that, when you lose someone in your life. Yeah, isn't it? Like yeah, like And I still have dreams of people like, you know, my dad died last year. I still have dreams that he's still around. I think I'm going to yeah, have Arsenal dreams still, of Wenger managing the club <laughs> week in, week out, doing the zip up. But Josh, what you said earlier on as well, it's a word that I think I would like to sort of surmise everything what I feel is pride is actually I'm going to miss the pride and that he's our manager not necessarily for football results but the way he behaved even that he just wouldn't take certain things while other managers might have taken things the honesty the fact that yeah eloquent erudite intelligent to a point where he made the stupid people like Sam Allardyce look even more stupid (laughs) but which is not that hard but then the fact that he was ours and I think that that's what... And he's right, part of it is the, the club got under his skin and then he became the club. And that was, I think, one of the biggest problems with, like, I used to hate the arson, arson on the arson stuff, because actually I never think thought he thought he was more important than the club. It just became part of him and he cared so much that maybe in the last few years mm. he's become blinker. But I, yeah, I think that pride is the mm. over, overlasting emotion for me. I think you might have <laughs> thought he was more important than the club. Not, not literally, <laughs> almost like subconsciously. Anyway, but I will miss... Yeah, I, I agree with that. I will miss... I will, his intelligence, yeah, I think, you know, to go above, almost above everything because, and the dignity. Because I do, you look at all, all of these, all of the managers that I'm, je- you know, the jealousy that we have, I have for Klopp and even Pochettino, dare mm. I say, you know, and, um, and obviously Pep Guardiola. But all of, the, all of the fans of those clubs, particularly Spurs fans, know deep down that Arsene Wenger has brought us, you know, decades even with the tragedy of the late period, he's brought us 
incomparable moments, success yeah, to what they that they yeah. cannot imagine in their wildest dreams to the point where now they're already making justifications of the fact they might not win the FA Cup their only chance to win this season and they're already kind of doubling down on oh it's not that important all of these things all this bullshit mm. they have to spout because they haven't won anything under under this guy who is the greatest manager ever like for yeah. 30 years or whatever we, we, we sit there and we go well, we've, we've experienced higher highs mm. than you can even imagine and that stuff is will never yeah. be taken away, and, and, it's, and it's all. And a lot of that for me is down to his absolute intelligence as a human being. And he's not leaving right the club the in that bad a state. I don't think that playing staff wise, we are anywhere near where we need sure. to be. But I think that actually the stability there. I think that's a key thing. I think that this succession plan, the it's that it's, it's there. The club is in a decent, and I think that this change will allow us to be competitive again. How competitive? Yeah, how I high so. up? Yeah, I think uh, so. But I think that yeah, I think so. it will give us a surge of positivity at all. Mm. I will Unless also, it's Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. I will also miss his little his little um, goal celebrations. I've always been oh. fascinated. So, you know, he's. I feel like he's he's one of those people who, a bit like me, actually, I, I like, you know, you feel like he doesn't want to, ever want to embarrass himself. He's always dignity. So mm. a, believe it or not, I feel I don't want to embarrass myself. So, I always feel his goal celebrations are slightly, like, internal. So he does a little fist bump yeah. doesn't he but which, that's it but even like the biggest moments in the history of Arsenal yeah, which he has never been, been totally for. about him it's, yeah. it's well, about I, the players like I White Hart Lane when we won yeah, that, yeah. I, that's, I, I felt like it was a bit sorry boy I think uh, this was the last thing I said you know, <laughs> but I think that I felt it was almost mawkish to share an image of him today because it did feel like bereavement everyone was and, and I'm not normally as mawkish person I hate that phenomenon in modern day culture but um, I was like do you know what I want Mark I want to say just thank you for now and let's maybe go into more detail later and the image that I chose was that him in front of the away end at White Hart Lane in the Invincible season just arms aloft just of sort of this blissful moment because actually that was quite rare he didn't tend to put himself front and centre in moments like that it was always the players and again that shows the class of man but also again that achievement wow yeah. sorry Boyd we'll miss it all won't we we'll miss, we'll miss, yeah, we'll miss it all yeah I think my one if there was one image to take in mine would be from when we got through to the Champions League final. We we won on penalties at Villarreal, and there was this beautiful image of him with his sort of two arms, sort of clenched fists, two arms. Yeah, celebrating, <laughs> celebrating the penalty victory, and it was just yeah. sheer joy. I don't know if you can picture it. I'm going to get it up. So well, you yeah. can, after, uh, after, after you had saved the penalty, um, yeah, after we had. Um, you qualified. I think it yeah. was at the moment that, that Jurgen had saved from uh, Raquel May, was it? Yeah, yeah. And then, 80, uh, 89th minute or something. I was there. I should really remember this. It was it was quite a moment. But uh, again, this, even Jens, uh, there were so many players that I'm actually I'm hoping there is this sort of guard of honour of players under his stewardship. Who, who, it would just be. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. Josh is showing us the picture. Yeah. Is, that is that is probably because that, that's, that's funny, probably the most ju- yeah, like the joyous, most, yeah, yeah. The, the most visibly um, palpable visceral, yeah. visceral celebration where he is using a two fist um, celebration. Where it's usually scream. It's an unusual two fister for him. It's usually yes. it's one fist at most. And it's usually yeah. a kind of pump, like a little pump, and then that's it. He sits back down. But that is, and his face there is like contorted into into absolute joy. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, the I final think, salute of the two thousand five six season. I think Johan Juru is. The the uh, one who who runs away sort of behind him, if we can. Uh, oh wow! There we are. Yeah, it's Johan. Oh, yeah, that's a great. Yeah. Um, um, wow. Maybe we shouldn't have brought him into this. Well, <laughs> he's actually very good on social media. You follow Julian. Yeah, yeah. He's very he's, active. He's a very lover, active. He and he, he interacts with all the other. Maybe it's just because he's Play worried the that I'll forget him. Signed no, him up. He's yeah. still playing, Juru. Oh, is that um, Play with yeah. a still playing legend. Still, <laughs> still playing, uh, Johan Juru. What do you, I mean? Did you, do you remember seeing the team that you know the team that started in Wenger's first game? Could you name it? 
No, but that's because I've not seen it. I can't remember. It's amazing how just looking at it, they were all basically in the media. Seaman, Dixon, Adams, Bold, Bold, obviously very much involved. Keown, Winterburn, Merson, Platt, Vieira, Hartson, and Wright. Yeah. Amazing how many of them are now pundits who will all be, you know, They're all, that's, giving that their is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. It's a yeah. pundit 11 almost. Yeah. That, that, that was a great. That was a great lineup. It's a long time ago. Well, the thing is, Dudes. and that needed revolutionising. That's what's. Yeah, and yeah, and he did revolutionise it. Yeah. And um, well, Paul Merson said so, didn't he? That he only played a year under him, but it was the fittest he ever was. Even like Ian Wright, what he says, you know, says oh. that he changed him massively, even if the, the, the years that he was there. And you know, I mean, all these people. Yeah. I, I well, it's interesting because Wright, Wright is one of those who has always spoken his mind. Being honest, but he and he loves the club. Mm. And I spoke to him recently at the London Football Awards, and he was so sad because that, that was the night that we were playing City away and there's a real sort of conflict for lots of people that actually oh sorry City at home that's right um, who, like, conflict for lots of people because um, it was Bob Wilson's night and everyone Bob, Bob, was, Bob wasn't going to be at the Arsenal game the other, and some people had club duty but the, it was one goal two goals three goals and there was a sadness in those Arsenal pl- former players eyes but still a love an absolute love for Wenger at that point there's never been a question that those those people I mean they still call him the boss They still yeah. there yeah. is that yeah Devotion yeah. still. I, I think, think anyone, I feel anyone, any of us who are pro- who properly followed him and Arsenal for any m- period of time longer than like, you know, a few years and, w- and didn't necessarily, was ne- not necessarily born on the day he started becoming Arsenal manager and have some perspective on things, loves him, absolutely loves him, yeah, definitely. And I think th- those that, you know, those that don't show him that even even you know even the people that I agree with towards the end of, in in the kind of Wenger out brigade that didn't show respect I have no time for those people yeah so he and you know <laughs> that that's we should kind of wrap it up we go on talking about Wenger obviously for the rest of time well, look, but we'll you can carry on yeah so you'll be you, back you're on going away. I'm going to San Francisco on Sunday you'll be back on Monday with another podcast proper yeah. normal podcast and you can just witcher on about well Wenger. we're going to talk about how the atmosphere yeah. I suspect is yeah. is yeah. We'll there'll be a change atmosphere yeah of course it was, you, you can yeah. report back more full won't it it will be full yeah, ish. I hope. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm right. I was sad this morning, just just reflecting on on you know, bittersweet, bittersweet. But now I'm mostly excited and and uh, grateful for everything that's done. Just makes us even more. I'm also desperate that we you know find a way to beat Atletico and, and it, it all ends. I mean, there is still a. I mean, it's not quite a Champions League final fairy tale for it to end on, but. He has never won a European trophy for Arsenal. Yeah. There is still a, mm-hmm. a massive coup if he manages to do it. Well, I want to particularly thank um, Ollie coming in yes. and engineering thank us. Ollie. I mean, this was you know thrown together at the last minute, and we, we don't we've never done this. We never do this. And Gareth coming at the last minute as well. Gareth, you're running the London Marathon. Well, if you want people to sponsor you? What should we do? Um, go to Just Giving and type in Gareth Parker. I'm doing, yeah, it's part of a. I think I'm doing 20 races a year. Is one of them. This is the longest and the one I'm most scared about. I'm doing it for SensePoint, so those that know me or don't know me know that um, it is part of the work that I've been doing around sport changing lives of people experiencing homelessness, so it's all for that. And, um, yeah, I am scared shitless, to be honest. Thank you, yeah. sponsor. Get, get, get yeah, well, I, that's the thing. I've hit up... Um, yeah. I, I did sell it the other day when, when Bob sponsored me I, I then retexted to my friends going if you want to be the person next to Bob Wilson on the, <laughs> on the Just Giving page Gareth is running a thousand miles yes I mean I'd be lucky if I could run 100 feet to be honest <laughs> it's a great one we will put out a, a link from the uh, podcast social yeah. feeds yeah anything would be great well, I mean, thanks to Josh and I feel, this, I feel it's quite emotional because you know you've been clinging on you've been at, you know the word staunch has been used many many times by me but you've been I'm the staunchest I'm incredibly sad and most I, um, demented <laughs> 
I'm not too, not demented. I'm incredibly sad, but I'm, I'm also yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with pride for tonight, and uh, I, I dare say I, I've got no idea where my 2003 2004 Invincibles DVD is, but I like the idea. Oh, I know it might. Should my fiance allow yeah. it, it? It will be played in the you know in the in the coming days and uh, and enjoyed and reminisced. And, and look, we the great thing is we've got four or five games now to to be vocal in our support. It's been a while since we heard the one Arsene Wenger rendition yeah. at the Emirates without. Um, you know, without anyone, you know, not being involved and, and just want everyone to get behind. Let's beat West Ham, win, it, win, win the league games that we've got left. And um, what an atmosphere we should have on. Nice, an atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, a point away from home. What an atmosphere we should have on. What an atmosphere. Russ up at once saying, what an atmosphere. Right, what a way to leave it there. Thank you very much. Thank and you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. And you'll be back on a Monday. Cheers, bye. Bye. This is a playback media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.